नमस्ते वेलकम टू सच कॉन्वर्सेशन मैटर कॉन्वर्सेशंस दैट रिप्रेजेंट द फ्यूचर वी शुड हैव आई एम योर होस्ट सौरभ नंदा टुडेज गेस्ट इज मिस पल्लवी घोष शी इज एन एंटी ह्यूमन ट्रैफिकिंग एक्टिविस्ट एंड शी हैज बीन डूइंग दिस फॉर द पास्ट टेन इयर्स after completing her education from delhi university she realized that uh, she wanted to be an activist she wanted to help people especially uh, people uh, human beings who are trafficked labor uh, migration all the aspects surrounding human trafficking pallavi has registered her own trust um, in december 2020 to uh, make better organizations which work for anti human trafficking she was part of the farmers protest also she is a un woman she is a freelancer and consultant to many ngos many non profits and civic society organizations now i met pallavi last year uh, when the lockdown was in full force and uh, you know five educators including myself we thought of uh, creating an online forum where we could discuss about the future of education and actually i invited priyank sharma uh, who created that forum and introduced me to pallavi as well in the last season uh, episode 22 please check that out as well now having had so many conversations with pallavi about education about non profits about ngos about how things work in this sector it is uh, a privilege of uh, for me to actually have her on the show and talk about activism in detail all the aspects surrounding it the human trafficking element why activism is needed how can you get involved what it means and so on and so forth so without wasting any more time let me invite her over hi pallavi how are you hi sarav i'm fine so pallavi before we start the interview uh and this is a question i'm asking everyone who's on the show and first of all thank you so much for uh, you know taking out time to come on the show um how was your 2020 i think 2020 i won't say it's it was uh, bad or good it was a mix of both because uh, so many things i got to know about myself that's one thing uh i was in work from home which actually never happened in my career because i am a like person who works in the ground so of course uh, it was a mix of both good and good bad i can say that all right and well i i am i'm really happy that you know at least there was some good in your 2020 also uh because a lot of people we know have uh, suffered quite a lot of uh, losses as well um palavi why don't uh, you just uh, help us in in understanding your uh, profile your journey so far would you like to summarize your professional journey a little bit for us yeah so i have been working i am a human rights activist basically i have been working my uh, core specialization has been anti trafficking gender based violence migration conflicts justice so that's been my expertise so i started uh, you can say 10 years back uh, but uh, full time i started around 8 and 1/2 years back so yeah uh, it was the journey was more of uh, being uh, with law enforcement all kinds of law enforcement uh, rescuing children from all kinds of social evils it is it can be anything prostitution organ harvesting forced marriage so it is mostly criminal like everything uh, surrounded with crime so it, it it's always something that's very negative which we uh, are generally not ready to accept like we have this uh, 
attitude or you can say we are cynical ki uh, crime always crime uh, always something negative always missing children kidnapped children so so that's that's how uh, i have been and uh, somehow uh, it uh, you can say affects me right now uh, because i have worked for 8 and 1/2 years so definitely it affects me but then it has been a really good journey because uh, to be very honest i can have a good night peaceful sleep that i have saved lives so i think uh, my journey i if i personally have to say it has been incredible of course there was a lot of sacrifice in terms of personal life but then i won't think that it's a sacrifice because in order to do something big and great you have to sacrifice something so so pallavi that's uh, i mean it's it takes so much courage just to even think about these things and you've been doing this for the last 10 years what has been your inspiration where did you get the motivation to do it what is the strength that really fuels your uh, passion for this see initially i never knew that i want to i will be a activist uh, i never thought it one uh, i read uh, something in the newspaper one day and it's uh, kind of triggered me and i wanted to understand the root cause of it like uh, why people do it uh, do people uh, do it by choice are people forced uh, is the government to like promoting it what is the thing so i started doing a lot of research and everything that's how i got to know about trafficking and then uh, i got to know about sex work i started digging more and more then i realized that most of the people those who are put in all kinds of the social evils like this uh, begging you can say this fast fashion all of this like uh, cracker factory all kinds of uh, uh, labor uh, i realized that it's mostly done because of human trafficking now in order to know what is human trafficking i had to read a lot about human trafficking and then uh, you know when i started rescuing uh, children initially uh, after the rescue when a child tells you that you have given him or her a new life i think that is a big motivation for me because uh, just two days back i had gone i i came from himachal in the morning and in the afternoon i got an information that there is this uh, there were uh, like 5 to 10 people confined in gaziaban i went in the afternoon to do a verification of that place and then again in the night i did a raid like around 12 o'clock you can say there were 40 people in that house and all these people were not young children they were people as old as 40 to 50 all of them were kept bonded and confined so the fact that it's not about age it is that your your rights are being violated you are not allowed to leave about moving from one space to another you are not even allowed to speak there is no freedom of speech also so i think if i can if i in any way can help in actually making this people get that that itself is a big thing for me so i think that constantly motivates me again and again and that is one reason that every day even if i'm tired i'm like okay let's get up we have to do another rescue so wow it's 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 completely unimaginable i mean uh, what you are doing on a daily basis and uh, what uh, people you know think about these things uh, people would like to not believe in such things uh, as if uh, they would like to ignore the fact that these things do not exist right um 
Pallavi, if you are doing this, then what are the authorities doing? See, I, uh, if you ask me, the authorities, according to the authorities, they are doing everything. But if the authorities are doing everything, then I don't have to do this. Like, for example, uh, a child uh, cleaning the street, that is not the job of the child. That is the job of the so-called person who is in charge of PWD. So you can understand. So there is always a discrepancy. Uh, If a judiciary is doing their job, if police officers are doing their job, if everyone is doing their job, I don't think I have to go to the ground. It is just that I have to go to the ground because everyone who are responsible for it, accountable for it, are in some way not doing it sincerely with that much of sincerity and you can say dedication there is always some loophole of course they are doing it but they are not doing it to the level they should do it so that is the reason i think i have to do it on a daily basis and what is the level that they should be doing this at so you said you know they're not doing it at the level where they should be uh, is that level not defined for them is it not there in the in the uh, job description of that particular official Uh, that they have to protect the people against all these atrocities? See, the level is one has crime. Everybody knows that uh, if you look at prostitution, for example, it's illegal in India. So uh, if it's illegal in India, it's not possible for a red light area. I'm, I'm, I'm taking just Delhi as an example. It's not possible for a red light area to function in the tel- in 10 kilometer radius of where our president resides. It is in the 10 kilometer radius of Rashtrapati Bhavan, a crime which is illegal. So why do you think uh, it is being promoted so much? Because the demand for it. There is so much of demand and that's why there is supply. And then it's it's a huge industry. So it uh, like you can say human trafficking is the third, one of the third after drugs and arms. It is the third most profitable earning industry. So, so much of money is being earned. So, uh, even if uh, people, uh, some people want to kind of completely uh, abolish it or you can eradicate or whatever, they won't do it because so much of revenue is being generated from it. Like, so it is all interconnected. So, I think the level, if you if you say, then they have to think that ki we have to kind of stop it completely. Uh, we will not get any profit for it. And that is the only reason that all these things, whether it is human trafficking, whether it is selling of arms, selling of drugs, all this tobacco, alcohol, it's not stopping. So that is one big challenge. And as I understand, human trafficking exists not only in countries, middle-income countries like India, but all across the world, Hmm. no matter which society we are talking about. Yeah. So... It's basically a human evil mm. and you are trying to find, uh, you know, fight the human evil and uh, this evil will exist uh, despite the government, despite the authorities, despite organizations like the UN. It will always exist. Yeah. Is it so? Yeah, it will always exist because, you know, there is so much of demand, no, that you can't stop the supply. And there is so much of demand of minor people, minor children, minor boys, minor girls uh, that Unless and until you say, no, that uh, you have this uh, conscious, your own conscience or your self-reawakening. Ki no, we will stop this. We need to stop this. Unless and until that thing comes, this can never stop. So, Pallavi, why is activism needed? 
I mean, I think uh, we've kind of answered that question, but I want to hear it from you in, in clear words. Why is activism needed? Why are activists like yourself needed today? You know, I think uh, activism is uh, about uh, anything. It can be a campaign. It can be uh, filing an RTI. It can be putting a PIL. It can. It is an action. It is an action which can actually help in driving a change. Now the change can be social. It can be political. It can be anything. Any action. And action doesn't mean uh, action very uh, like what you call strong action. Like for example, the farmers' protest. Like people sitting on the road. Uh, they are bearing this heat of Delhi. People are dying. So that severity of action will actually help in, even if not making a policy, but definitely in creating, you can say, a furor or you can say it can uh, like to drive people to think about it. So that is activism according to me. And why do you think we need to go to such extreme uh, levels? The world, I think the world today uh, has uh, been witnessing some of the largest protests in its history. Obviously, I mean, the farmers' protest in India has pro is probably the largest protest in the history of humankind so far. Uh, but we've seen similar protests happening in Romania, in Chile, in uh, you know various countries against climate action, Black Lives Matter, so on and so forth. Why is the world going through so many activist, large-scale movements today? I think that's the only way. Because, for example, if I we say that uh, the court is the highest level which give us justice, like, for example, if you take about the International Court of Justice, you know that there is Supreme Court in Delhi, there is High Court in Delhi, there is High Court in every state. If you go to uh, if you go to a court, you file a case, you uh, put a PIL, you put RTIs, whatever you do, the process is so delayed, and nobody knows about it. Activists do it because when activists start a movement or an action, people know about it. How do people know about it? Media. Newspapers cover it. People talk about it. There is awareness. There are campaigns. There are actions. There are uh, groups. There are individuals who try to... So, for example, if I start a movement, somebody thinks like me, like our thoughts align. So that person will get involved. More and more people getting involved, more and more awareness, more and more media coverage. So people, those who are staying in the... Uh, what you call, I, what you say, like in the... In Kashmir, somewhere in maybe what you call somewhere in interior Kashmir, someone in Gulmar who doesn't even have internet, who doesn't know anything, but reads newspaper, gets to, gets to know about it. I think that is why activists are getting more and more popular and prominent because it is reaching the people. The more people you reach, the more you can think that there will be, if not policy, if not change, but there will be noise. So the more noise you make, definitely things will wake up. So that's, I think, that's why I think more and more movements and activists are coming up. So, so do you agree with the statement that when the systems fail, activism is the last resort uh, in a democratic society? Absolutely. I completely agree with it because I feel even if the government is not ready to make a law or not ready to uh, make a policy, whatever, but the government is bound to listen to you. At least for once, the government have to listen to you because you have shouted so much, you have wrote slogans, you have made mass protests, you have talked about it, you have gathered people. For example, you see farmers' protest. It started in Delhi, now it is across the country. Everyone is covering it. Roads are blocked. People's normal life are being challenged. 
so you make the government if even if not kneel down in front of you at least to understand that they are answerable to you they are accountable to you so of course activism i think that's the last resort left pallavi i want to understand this deeper so you know there are various aspects to activism first is uh, when when you talk about strong action it it automatically incites or provokes uh, you know another person's emotions which are towards uh, more towards aggression and violence and that is why a lot of people think i don't want to get involved in this right so uh, how does one convince other people that activism is not about aggression only it is about raising your voice raising your voice for the collective good and not only for your selfish good i think uh, in order to make someone be part of your activism you need to make that person understand why you are doing that cause or why you are fighting for it unless and until you yourself are convinced that you are doing it which will kind of contribute for the uh, growth or maybe for something that is right you cannot convince somebody else and any activism which is not on the right way will definitely collapse whenever you take a cause for activism it can be anything whether it is cutting a tree uh, or you whether it is like uh, you can say that okay it is climate change for example or maybe it is um, nautical for example i went to shimla a few days back i saw that how the hills were being affected because of tourists tourists coming to the place uh, hills being cut so you have to make people understand the causes the effects the reasons why you are doing it what is what will happen if you don't do it so unless and until you have that whole play plan or framework in your mind you can't convince people to join your activism and in activism you can't force people people have to come and join you because they believe in you they will volunteer for you they understand you they align with your cause only then activism can actually be given a shape if you force people if you lure people if you tell people that okay you be a part of my activism i will get money it is bound that after a few days the activism will collapse because people have not joined your your cause because of that inner uh, what you call inner call they have joined it for some profit for earning name for earning fame and this name fame money everything is short lived unless and until somebody believes uh, somebody has a goal i think the activism can never uh, take a right or correct shape and form so Palvi I mean you've been part of so many movements and uh, you you were part of the farmers protest also um when you see these movements and protests when you're in the center of this there must be some threshold right there some must be some tipping point ki okay boss today we are you know today suddenly the movement has uh, taken a different shape today suddenly we are going to achieve some result today uh, suddenly there is a lot of energy which was not there before how how do you think that any movement or any activism uh, related uh, campaign reaches that tipping point i think it reaches when you keep on continuing uh, fighting for it for example uh, with the farmers protest also initially when the protest started there was this uh, there was this hope and faith the government will listen the government will listen but you know when you see the government is not listening uh 30 days 60 days 70 days 100 days not listening not listening so what do you do it is it, it is like you know you there's an outburst 
like it's like are they are not listening now what you have to do you have to come up with constantly new ideas but also you have to make sure the ideas and the uh, what you call the plans are not violent because any activism has to be continued with a lot of dedication patience sincerity you have to make the government or make the people for whom uh, whom who you want to reach or who you want them to listen to you you have to make it so strong but you have to make sure that it's not violent the moment you become violent the whole cause or the whole thing fails but the tipping point comes whenever people are not listening to you because as activists we are also humans we also have a time frame we also know that okay if you are doing it for 6 months 10 months somebody will listen to us there will be some change but then when you see that people are not listening to you for years and years months and months that is when you kind of break you have an outburst and that is one time a lot of activists turns violent they start uh, writing negative things they become so i think anger overpowers them but then if you are a true activist you have to maintain that anger you have to channelize that anger in a positive way so that actually some constructive change can happen there are so many wonderful questions that are coming to my mind i'm i'm going to you know take them one by one pallavi um i i want to know uh, the difference uh, between personal motives in an uh, in an activist movement like you know if i if i become an activist in this movement because a lot of people do it for political gains right uh, they don't they're not the ones who started they're not the ones who end the campaign but they definitely take a take a lot of limelight away from it how do you draw the difference between you know true activism and uh, doing something for political game or fame or some selfish motives see you will understand it if you if you go to that particular movement you will understand it because people those who do it for political gain they will try to promote only themselves they will try to promote themselves they will be spread all over social media they will want news channels to cover them and they will want only themselves to be the focus but when a person wants the movement to be the fact focus when a person is not concerned his or about his or her own benefit for example i will mention about few people i was in the farmers protest i have gone there every single day for the last two and a half months i did not go there for my benefit i i think i clicked one picture because somebody told me i had written an article for a turkish uh, a, a turkish newspaper so they wanted a picture of me so that's why i clicked my picture i saw people there who went one day they went to the podium and they were giving jay kisan jay jawan dialogues i saw their timelines full of pictures i saw them promoting only themselves they were never concerned about the fact that how the farmers protest is running whether the farmers are getting food whether the farmers are having mental health issues so when people are not concerned about on ground people those are fighting they are concerned about themselves they want themselves to be promoted it's very easy i think anybody can understand it you just have to go two three days you will you will see it it is it's very transparent you will see like who are driven by political interest who is driven by personal interest and who is driven by actually people's interest you can definitely find it it's quite easy okay and pallavi so you know as you said uh 
you have to sit for a very long time sometimes so that the government listens to you the authorities listen to you i i remember the uh, case study of uh, you know somebody from manipur who actually eventually died but she was on a hunger strike for years hmm. because of uh, yes so i i don't want to get into the details of that uh, but we know that she was on hunger strike for years isn't aren't there any rules in the constitution which actually suggests that if somebody is striking or if somebody is uh, you know uh, saying something uh, which the authorities need to listen and if you are just turning a deaf ear to it the media has been covering it the people know about it the politicians know about it but you're still not listening to what they are saying isn't there anything in the constitution which guarantees safety for those people that uh, you know you you need to uh, somebody in the government needs to listen to them and take action as far as i can understand i think none the government is only concerned about the fact that if you are fighting if you are protesting you don't harm the other person you don't uh, create hindrance for people uh, in their daily life otherwise i think the government is hardly concerned because there are uh, how many crores of people in this country if somebody is fighting in one part of the house or one part of the world the government is hardly bothered the government will only be concerned like it is for every government the government will only be concerned if uh, modes of transport stop if there is uh, some uh, financial you can say uh, if the bank collapses if there is some some kind of hindrance in the smooth running of the government daily otherwise the government and you can't stop it also for irom sharmila also they tried to make her on house arrest but it did not help so i think uh, definitely if you ask me then i don't think the government is hardly they hardly bother they hardly care so then ultimately what what you're suggesting is unless and until you hurt the government where it hurts them at least politically all right uh because i i am not i, I don't uh, really think that they are really, really even concerned about government property anymore they're just concerned about their own political motives so unless and until you hurt them politically they will not listen to you so activism has taken that shape where uh, being an activist basically means directly locking horns with the political government yes you have to like for example right now if you look at the farmers protest uh, roads were blocked there were pins that were on the road children used to cross those pins and go to school just imagine the government started getting curious and panicky the moment they thought that these children might get hurt and their parents might file a pil or an rti against the government the governments are hardly concerned about the farmers because uh, the, even the roads are blocked the government hardly bothers like there were so many dtc buses that were actually broken each buses come in 40 to 50 lakh rupees imagine this is our money taxpayers money government money is taxpayers money so our money is being used as barricades for farmers protest so you can imagine the government is hardly concerned so unless and until it affects the government directly where their reputation is at stay at stay the government will definitely keep silent for example you saw that uh, with the farmers protest you uh, saw that when uh, celebrities like rihana and everybody started uh, uh, tweeting the the ministry of external affairs passed a statement unless and until there were lakhs and lakhs of farmers protesting the government did not pass a circular or statement the moment two celebrities tweeted about it the government issued a statement or a circular why because they are scared that their image in the international so called international forum will go down 
so you can say the government is only concerned about its reputation and image so so and and that is where uh, uh, you know a very important question comes in now uh, you know in india today we are uh, in in one of the demographic golden periods uh, which happens in every country's uh, lifetime we have the largest amount of youth population right now we have more than 105 crore people in the working population right so uh, no other country right now has this demographic dividend which we have and currently you know with the unemployment and uh, with the lack of opportunities recession and all these things um everyone wants to talk about these things but ultimately they are also scared because they don't want to uh, you know uh, make enemies politically so if if you if you want to do something but you also are scared at the same time because the government is behaving in a certain way how will you motivate the youth to be part of activism today you know i think you at some point of time you have to get that fear out of you like for example i'll tell you so many people tell me that uh, yaar why do you keep on posting so many things in uh, uh, facebook and all you will be arrested like my i i there is this guy from up he's uh, i i have kind of adopted him like so he's a muslim guy he has been arrested by the government of up twice why for speaking the truth why so i think at some point of time no you have to uh, you have to get out of that fear if you don't get out of that fear you are never an activist because the more you the more you are scared the more you will stop yourself from talking and when you start guarding yourself no that okay i will be arrested i can't speak uh, I, I, my job is at stake then i think somehow you are not a actual activist and a lot of people do this armchair activism i have seen so many people talking in facebook doing this change that change having a different name in facebook but in reality they don't fight live about for others rights they don't even fight for the rights of themselves for the rights of their family members for the rights of their uh, what you call society to so forget about it so i think you have to get rid of that fear you cannot uh, think that i am an activist right so why are those people involved in armchair activism i mean if they feel so strongly about it why do you think they're just doing it uh, is it for selfish reasons and getting fame it one can be selfish reasons and fame second thing is that they want to actually do something in the ground but they can't because they have families they need to be in a proper job to uh, like to provide food for their family they have a social image uh, they can't get rid of that they have a fear for their life their fear for their families being victimized and injured but they feel for the cause so somewhere they will show that no so they do it through armchair activism so got it got it and palavi so in in today's world even though you know uh, our our youth today our students today uh, they are so aware because they have access to internet i mean they can keep on reading fake news but at the same time they can check whether it is fake news or not they have so much power uh, through the internet um if if somebody feels strongly towards activism um well we have two problems over here uh, one is the parents obviously because they will not want their children to go out for certain reasons they want them to have a decent life or whatever that is um how do those young people convince their parents that this is important and this is this needs to be done you know i think uh, it's very difficult to convince your parents it is very very different for example i stay with a family uh, they are very supportive but somehow you know you can say that somehow they believe in it they understand it but you know that adrenaline rush is not there ki 
हम क्यों करें लाइक फॉर एग्जाम्पल वाई डू पीपल वाई आर पीपल नॉट इन्वॉल्व इन एक्टिविज्म देर आर मेनी रीजन फॉर इट पीपल आर मोस्ट पीपल आर लाइक आई डोंट आई डोंट हैव टाइम हाउ कैन आई हेल्प इट डजेंट अफेक्ट मी like for example if for trafficking also i'll tell you a very small example a police officer used to mock at trafficking in west bengal he used to laugh uh, laugh and tell me he's a good friend he used to laugh always 10 days back his niece was trafficked in orissa he called me he was crying so you know unless and until it hits you in the own family you know you don't realize it so it's like uh, this this is not my problem for everybody you know it's not my problem it's not affecting me Uh, so a lot of my friends are telling me uh, so a lot of my friends uh, a lot of my minority friends are really affected so they are very upset but a lot of my other friends they are not they don't care why they don't care if you ask they are like yaar kya hoga like what will happen if i do it how will it help me so you know motivation is a different thing they can't relate to it they feel that if they uh, if they get related to it it will give them unnecessary trouble for example you just imagine one month back i was coming home i saw a man he was fallen down from a scooter on the road hundreds of people passed seeing this man it was a hit and run case he did not die nobody took him to the hospital why thinking that police case hoga i will be called in the police station i took him to the police station hospital uh, and uh, i called his son so you know people always think that they will be in trouble so there is this always fear ki i will be in trouble people never think that they can contribute or they can change there is always this fear that i have to save myself i have to guard myself so that is one reason that people don't want to get involved in activism if you want to motivate uh, people to join activism then you have to constantly promote and guide them you have to tell them that as youth uh, how their actions can actually help in changing the uh, what you call future generation in changing the situation or scenarios for future generation for example the situation of our country you know it's quite it's quite delicate right now a lot of religious issues are cropping why i am interested in it not because i think that i will have children i am interested in it because i know that government will come government will go but the social fabric if it is spoiled once it can never be got we can never get it back and today it's a problem for one kind of religious groups tomorrow it can be a problem for me tomorrow i might be thrown out of my country so unless and until you make people understand you are and you have to make people understand not by telling them ki are you be in my shoes nobody will believe it you have to show people how the future is coming and i think if you can show people the reality if you can make them believe if you have the conviction then people will definitely join activism and that brings us to such an important point pallavi um there are so many fellowships today which are there there are so many opportunities with non profits uh to educate the youth about grassroots level issues about uh, social issues about uh, you know human rights uh, animal rights planet uh, you know climate and the planet and so on and so forth do you think these fellowships uh, one of their aims or objectives is to educate the youth about these things yeah yeah definitely and i think fellowships will also help because you know the fellowships can uh, first of all it gives you recognition it uh, it it helps you to do proper outreach you have a, you have a proper goal plan aim objective uh, you it's like you have a vision without fellowships uh, most of the people are you know it's like a ship without a rudder you are roaming you don't know anything 
And then one reason for people not to join activism is that people think they don't get money. They don't get recognition. They're like, oh, it's like, uh, I'm not getting anything out of it. Why will I do it? So, you know, fellowships give people that motivation. Fellowships uh, arouse that curiosity in people. Fellowships give them a support. And most important thing, fellowship actually channelizes, channelizes a plan. So I think fellowships are definitely very important. That's that's amazing, uh, Pallavi. Uh, since you talked about money, uh, can you uh, tell us as you, what are your uh, future plans? Uh, what are you thinking to do in the next uh, couple of years? Uh, where are you working right now and uh, other aspects? I'm working full-time with an organization. Uh, like It's a trust. But I work on uh, I work as a consultant because the pandemic has made me realize that I can never go back to that 9 to 5, 9 to 7 job. But I, I, I don't do 9 to 7. I do, you can say... 15 to 16 hours, but that's fine. But on my own flexibility. And my uh, career plan is to work for the cause. See, just by uh, rescuing 5 to 10 people, it won't help because thousands and thousands of people are trafficked. I will rescue 10 people. Again, they will be re-trafficked. No point. I have to work for the cause. And that's the reason I registered my trust in December because unless and everything is related, you know, patriarchy, gender-based violence. Uh, for example, just think about Haryana. There is so much of uh, female feticide. That is the reason there is forced marriage. There is so much of gender inequality. That's the reason there is so much of dowry. So everything is interconnected. I want to work for the cause. I want to uh, work to eradicate poverty. I want to fight to uh, help people gain employment. And then I want to actually work, work for people so that they are literate. Because unless and until all these things are addressed, you can never stop trafficking. Why? Do, what are the causes of trafficking? Poverty, uh, unemployment, uh, disasters, natural disasters, migration, illiteracy. So I think you have to work for the cause. And the more you work for the cause, the more you can help. And one thing I believe is that knowledge and wisdom is something that you need to share. I as an activist can't change the world. You have to uh, invoke that activism spirit in everyone. Not uh, by telling them to stop their job as bankers, engineers, doctors and do activism with me. No. But doing activism in their own area, in their own department. Making people aware. Working for prevention. If each doctor starts talking to every other doctors. If engineers start talking to people. If the people, those are involved in modes of transport. Like um, you can say pilots. Uh, uh, people working in railways, people working in ships, if they are aware about it, because most people are not aware about crimes like trafficking. If you go to doctors, they think trafficking is traffic signal. So I think the more you talk, the more you can change. So that, that's what I, I, I believe and that's why I want to do it. That's perfect, Pallavi. And, and all, all the power to you, all the force to you. Uh, may you have, uh, you know, uh, may you're able to support and help a lot of uh, more people but let me uh, there's a question that uh, you know i'm introducing in the second season uh, for all the guests um, which is what would your career advice be for students today maybe in school maybe in colleges as to if they want to get involved um, in such ventures where they are helping others helping the planet in such uh, how do they go about it what should be their career plan according to you I think the first important thing is that find your uh, area of interest. Find your areas of interest. Whether you want to be a painter, whether you want to be an activist, whether a musician, anything. Get connected to someone who is already in this field. Try to uh, 
get internship opportunities anything and always follow your passion like for example uh, i have seen so many of my friends uh, yesterday i met a person uh, who was an engineer and who left it and has become a, like uh, has been walking uh, thousands and thousands of kilometers for enlightenment so i think it's very important that you have to pursue your passion one thing you have to understand what is your skill and expertise because for example you you may note that you have a skill in something else but you are doing something else you can't do that so you have to your passion and your skill has to be the same thing so that you can do it second thing always understand that money is a big motivating factor so when people say that na ki yaar i don't need money i just want experience no anyone who is saying that is a is 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 lying that's what i feel because you need money to eat you need money to live life when you can live a life i'm not saying you have to live a lavish life when you can live a comfortable life only then you can think of bringing change in people's life so i think it's very important that you understand that how you can have a good comfortable life following your passion enhancing your skill and connecting it to your job because nowadays job is the only time where we are spending most of our life most of us join job by 23 24 we do it till 60 imagine we don't spend that much time with our spouse with our parents with our children the mom, the time that we spend in our job so unless and until it's interesting unless and at least it gives you some motivation or something to learn every day you will burn out so i think it's very important that you kind of remember all these aspects when you are looking for future goal or future jobs or future opportunities is is political activism also uh, considered uh, i mean what what i'm trying to ask is will you join politics uh, sometime in the future because that is uh, probably one of the ways you can change things i i do, i i have been approached so many times by so many political parties i would definitely not join politics the reason is that you know the polit- activism gets diluted the moment you join politics you have to align with that party's mission and vision so your own mission and vision which was to change the society or to bring a radical change gets diluted and politics in any country is considered one of the most dirtiest things like people say that if you are in politics you are in kind of a drain so that's again uh, a you can say a myth or a misconception but i definitely don't want to join politics because i feel the moment i become a leader i will gain power and fame so much that narcissistic attitude will come that i can do anything i can change it so the honesty or the sincerity that was there in me and the purity of thought you okay i will do it i think that will that will get infected that's the word i would like to say that will get infected and somewhere i will not be able to do justice so definitely i would never join politics that is a great level of self awareness pallavi it's it has been a pleasure talking to you and uh, recording this conversation uh, last question before we conclude what would be a one line sentence one liner that you would like to give uh, for the world to make the world a better place i think it is each one reach one i am someone if i reach someone i make the other person aware the other person can make another 10 people aware 10 can reach 100 100 can reach i think each one reach one anything have dialogues have conversations positive dialogues i think that can really change that's what i feel wow that is such a succinct 
and you know amazing uh, sentence and it says so much about it it's it has been wonderful talking to you pallavi uh, thank you so much for doing this and uh, take care and keep doing what you're doing thank you for listening to this episode of such conversations matter please share this episode with your friends who you think will benefit from this conversation too please like this episode subscribe to and follow our channel on youtube facebook linkedin twitter instagram and all major podcast platforms we would love to hear your comments and feedback if you think such conversations are important and should continue then please consider donating you could treat me to a coffee or an expensive dessert take care and keep thinking of the future we should have